Yes. Every... I still love it. Jeremy, not so much. But. I'm telling you, it kills me. Um, I want to love it, but like, it's not meat, and it's not real Mexican food. I'm telling you, I like I've 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 made ground beef Don't in a skillet. Don't be one of those people, Jody. Jody, I'm not trying to say that it's bad for you. It probably is, but I'm not trying to say that. Like I'm not dogging Taco Bell. Taco Bell does what they do. They've been doing it for a long time. They get all I kinds know. of kudos. They're but when still you, in business in the health the, department, Jody Powell, if you go to the grocery store and you buy Taco Bell, I'm sorry, no, if you, sorry. If you go to the grocery store and you buy ground beef. And you cook it in your skillet. It's amazing how that's, smart they can grind it up. That's <laughs> different than the ground whatever that they put. Hey, you can get steak or chicken. You can. You can. I don't know that it is steak or chicken, but I eat it every January 6th with you. And I'm so honored. Well, hey everybody, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Jody. And you're listening to the Unremarkable Podcast. Thank you so much for everybody that has joined us so far. If you're listening on Spotify or uh, Apple Music or Google Play, Google Play, whatever it is, please be sure to go and give us a review and uh, stars. And, and you don't have to give us five stars. We like five stars. I like them. All I'd five. take I'd take any stars. Um, yeah, I like I like four or five. Four or five is, makes me happy. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so today, Joe, we get to tell a story um, that uh, is one we really, I, I kind of want to record it because I want my kids to be able to hear it. I want them to make sure that they don't lose it. I mean, they've heard they've heard it. Yes. But it's kind of the story about how you and I met and how we fell in love yes. and all of the kind of stuff that ensued with regard to that. We met in college, but I'm going to let Jeremy go first because he is a school year older than me, so he arrived at college first. Yeah, so I went to Sanford University. We both went to Sanford. Go dogs! Woo, go dogs! And um, we showed up. We showed up. <laughs> I showed up my freshman year and uh, had a girlfriend back home, mm-hmm. and we had been dating for about a year or so at that point, maybe six months to a year. I wasn't there somewhere so don't in that ask point, me. <laughs> and so I was really not engaged in the dating circle my entire freshman year of college. And then we went home. We broke up. And uh, I came back to my sophomore year, and I had this this goal in mind. Like, I wanted to be, you know, this 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 player. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to be the guy that went out with... It's what you do at college, especially Sanford. Sanford, that's right. Well, <laughs> sorry. yeah, no, that's... Yeah, the only people that get that joke are, like, John Christ and people that went oh to Sanford. Oh, my gosh, you know, it's John still, Aka. like, junior high dances when you're in Sanford. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Girls sit on one side of the cafeteria and guys sit on the other. And so um, anyway, I, I got out. I started meeting a bunch of girls and got involved in the um, acapella choir at Sanford and got involved in the BSU choir. For those who don't know, BSU stands for Baptist Student Union. It it's, at the time had been replaced already. The name BSU was antiquated when we got to college. Right. And it was Student Ministries. Now it's truly Student Now ministry. it's Baptist Collegiate Ministry, BCM. Mm. Um, but so regardless of the evolution of the name, we were involved in the BSU choir uh, it was a group of people that traveled around, sang in churches, did ministry team outreach and stuff like that in yes. churches. Yes. And uh, and that's where that's where I first met Jody. That's correct. I came to Sanford also uh, in a relationship with someone. Um, Jeremy was a sophomore and I was a freshman. Um, and I uh, did what all good college students do, and I went to the little fair where we found out all our many activities on campus, and decided to audition for the BSU choir and. 
joined the choir. Jeremy and I got thrown onto the same ministry team in choir. You know what? I don't know that. We, we were we skits. Were, we were skitters. I skitters. forgot you were a skitter. I was a skitter. Chicken skit? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the skit ministry team, just for those of you that don't know, like. Glad to know I made an impact on you. Well, we're gonna, you're going to tell the story in just a minute. Uh, but we would we would perform skits as a part of worship services. We had yes. different skits. We were the comic were, relief. We were what tried to make everybody laugh. And still, I guess we're still trying to do that. I, I think we did a good job at that. So um, I would like for, for you to share with our, our, our crowd, what was your first impression of me? Um, so I met Jeremy through BSU Choir, and uh, he, uh, he as still as he does, walks in the room and immediately is the center of attention because he's just um, gregarious and boisterous. And I took that at first as arrogant and obnoxious. I don't I don't think you misinterpreted that. <laughs> I, I think I was probably arrogant and obnoxious. Like, uh, walks through the door and everybody's like, Norm! And that was Jeremy, except he, like, loved it way more than Norm did. <laughs> I, I, I appreciated the attention. Yes. And, and after a year of, literally, my freshman year of college, I, I, would, I would go home and I would sit in my dorm room and I'd do homework. That, that was it. Like, I didn't get out. You never did homework. Are you kidding me? You left your backpack in the car most of your time at now, Stanford. By the time I was a senior, yes. My freshman year when I had this girlfriend back home, like I didn't do anything. I just went to my dorm. I did homework. Went to the cafeteria and ate. Anyway, regardless. Um, <laughs> my, my first remembrance of you, Jody, is to be honest with you, you were asking for prayer uh, because you had... Um, you had engaged in, in some sort of camp during the summer that you had led. You'd been responsible yes. for some of that. Yes. And it had caused you such anxiety and stress that you were you were actually like breaking out in hives. I did. My first semester at Sanford, I was covered in whelps from uh, the anxiety and stress of running that camp and then starting my first yeah. year of college. It and was hot. And, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. No, like, leper. I look like a leper. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't notice any welts, but I will tell you that when the first time you meet somebody and they're like, pray for me, I have welts all over me, I'm like, probably not going to ask Don't you out. Don't touch her. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold hands. Oh, my goodness. Out. Yeah, that's that's my, my first interaction. And we went for that almost that entire year, probably, mm-hmm. without really hanging out a whole, whole bunch. No, I, my second memory of you, guys <laughs> and gals. So, Sanford has a freshman dorm just for females. It's called Vale Dorm. Yeah. And um, we, it was five stories. Um, no, excuse me, six. I was on the fifth floor, and there was a floor above me. Um, six stories, and um, it had an amazing, I guess, a portico. It wasn't really a porch. It wasn't really a It was the roof. Terrace. Y'all would just, like, get out on the roof. No, 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 where you came. It was like a terrace, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a, um, it's just gorgeous. Um, uh, and so Jeremy and his buddies came to serenade one Katie Davis for her birthday. Katie Davis, not Katie Davis. Katie Davis is the Kisses by Katie girl. It was Katie... What's her last name? Sorry, Katie. <laughs> Gordon. Katie Gordon. Gordon. That's right, Katie Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. And uh, and I thought, wow. Okay, so they have like some talent. They sang a cappella, sang Happy yeah. Birthday, and all of us girls opened our yeah. windows and sat and listened to them sing. So, so listen, this is one of the things that I learned very early on in college is that you don't have to be super good looking. <laughs> Or even built, if you can sing a little bit, and even better if you have a group of guys that can sing. Mm-hmm. And so we got together and um, and and kind of learned some some I forget what we might have learned. We like for the longest time, but Billy Joel yes. or or uh, you know something along those oh, lines. Billy Joel songs, and and, and we just went to went to Vale 
and brought Katie out onto that front porch, and we sang to her. And before I realized it, all of the windows were up. Yes. And right, and you were a part of that. Yes, but you wouldn't know it because I was on the fifth floor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were just a little dot of a woman <laughs> up there. Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. so when I do you remember? I thought a positive of you that day. I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's finally, because up to this point, you just thought I was an arrogant jerk. Yes, very much so. <laughs> That's funny. So, so I uh, ended my relationship my, my middle of my freshman year, probably. Um, uh, and then uh, I was single for quite some time because um, the Lord and I decided, or the Lord decided, and I submitted that it was time for me to work on my relationship with Him mm-hmm. and be content in who I was in Christ. And knowing that um, I, as any young girl, sometimes battles that, I cannot be fulfilled um, by a partner on this earth. I'm supposed to be content in who God made me, and, and so we we wrestled with that for some time. And uh, in the in the midst of that, I developed friendships with multiple people, um, especially in BSU choir. And um, Jeremy and his group of buddies and I. Um, and my group of buddies started spending Thursday night was the night to go hang out, um, be it on campus or off campus. And we go to would the club. That's right. That's right. And we'd go hang out and um, and we became good buddies. And and so but we developed a friendship that really just kind of evolved. Right. Quite a bit. Um, so you uh, lived in, in Vale your freshman year. Right. I was already living over in Beeson Woods and then you moved out to Beeson Woods. I did. And and really your sophomore year, my junior year, is really where our friendship kind of went to just kind of next level friends. But still friends. But still friends. But yes, my sophomore year, um, Jeremy did reach out and take the friendship to a, hey, let's spend time together and call it a date. But that was entertaining. <laughs> so you're talking about homecoming. Yes. So Jeremy and all of his um uh, suave and debonair ways sent uh, a crony to come no, ask me no, 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 if no, no, I would go no, out no, with no, him. No, 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 no. That is misinformation. <laughs> oh, no. 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 So the crony, I didn't send anybody to go find out. The the, the crony came to me. <laughs> now the story changes. The, this it's is not, the legit story. It's not what the crony we, says. <laughs> uh, well, let's call him up right now. No. Uh, so you... Uh, we're playing an intramural sport. It was either volleyball or basketball because we were in the field the house was. at Sanford. And I happened to be there. And um, and this mutual friend of ours came up and said, so this is the, the, the fall semester of my junior year, your sophomore year. Right. And said, hey, do you have a date for homecoming yet? And and I said, well, not yet. And he said, do you, you think of asking somebody? And I said, well, I have some ideas. And he said, have you thought about asking Jody? And I said, uh, well, I mean, I, I've, I've thought about it. And he said, because I think if you ask her, she would say Yes. <laughs> Now, here's here's the so way he was playing matchmaker. This is how dating worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, asking a girl out is absolutely terrifying because it's it's a little bit like it's a little bit like preaching. Like you stand up on Sunday morning <laughs> and you and you and you present this thing that you've worked on all Lay week. Lay your heart out, and you go, "Here's a little bit of me." You know yes. what I'm saying? And and you just wait for people to go, ah, that was terrible, or whatever. And and when you ask a girl out, <laughs> like there's a part of you that goes that goes, Hey, do you you know, and the, it puts the girl in an awkward spot if she wants to say no. And 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 it, you know, you're really saying, Hey, do you would you like do you like me enough that you would that you would eat a free meal with me? That's is right. what you're, is That's what right. you're asking, right? And most girls will say yes. And if they say in college, no, if they, but if they say no, how bad is that? Like I'm not even good enough for you to eat a free meal with. Got it. And so anyway, so it's it's absolutely terrifying. And so our friend Josh says to me, "You let out the name. It's all right. It's all right. We already mentioned Katie Gordon, and you call her Katie Davis. Anyway, Sorry, Katie. We you know like 
I'm, I'm eating a blue pop, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. No, it's yes. a Tootsie Roll pop. That's good. Uh, per- so a, we walked back from this intramural activity, and you pulled me aside and said, hey. I asked you in the gym. Yes, you did. That's right. I was leaving to go to my car, going to walk back so, to. Hey, Joe, can I ask you a question? I didn't call you Joe at the time. Hey, Jody, yeah. can I ask you a question? <laughs> and you were working that Tootsie oh, Roll pop. Oh, dude. And I was like, this is so funny. Yeah. And I'm then- glad you thought it was funny. I thought I was being cool. <laughs> Actually, I didn't think I was being cool. I was so nervous. Oh, whatever. But like, and even so, it was just, we're just going to go as friends and just hang out. Yes. And we did. And we had a great time. We did. We went and ate at Ikiban or however you We went to that. Ikiban first. The Japanese and then we steakhouse. The, then we went to the dance. And then your roommate and his date Oh, my gosh. Had time out. drama. First of all, I'm, a, I'm an incredible dancer. So I'm sorry you missed out on all of that. <laughs> because I really have, I'm a prisoner of the beat. You know, like the rhythms inside of me, it's got to get yeah, out. we didn't dance that much. I think we did. It's just a little yeah, the but drama my, ensued. The drama ensued. My roommate and his girlfriend, like, she was in the bathroom crying, and yep. he was, you know, he was, Being you know. himself. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> and uh, and so I ended up, like, actually that weekend, that was Saturday night, Sunday morning, I ended up driving her back to Nashville. Yes. For my roommate. Yeah. We went back after that, that we went to Shoney's and got hot oh, cake. And great I great story. Did I have to pay? Something happened. No. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> So so we we go and um and you're a college student you don't have any money no and I, um I, I bounced my credit card or not bounced it but I'm buying the dress for that oh did you yeah oh that's funny so um so I go to the ATM on the way to Shoney's to get some hot fudge cake and um and it, it rejects my card it says like hey you don't have any money in here we can't give you any more because it's not any easier stop eating cake. <laughs> And so I go, oh, geez. So I look in my wallet, and I've got, you know, I don't know how much. I've got 10 or 12 bucks. And I'm like, well, surely this is good. So we go, and we, we get some hot fudge cake, and we get done. I have just enough money to pay for the ticket. And I have to go to the server, um, and I kind of go away. You never knew this until yeah, later. Praise later. God. I would have been terrified. You were smooth. I went over to the server. I went, listen, dude, totally out of cash. I'll get you next time. Uh, and I never did. <gasps> Jeremy. I'm sorry. I never went back to Shoney's. Do Shoney's, are they even open anymore? I don't think so. But the big boy is back with Rick and Bubba, so oh all is well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I dodged I dodged a bullet there. Mm. Um, Poor guy. Sorry about your, not getting your tip. I would have brought it oh, to you had I no. I no. And, and I, I totally, anyway. Starving children. I mean, gosh. no big deal. You just ruined oh. Anyway, you were an expensive date. I ran out of money. <laughs> I'm high maintenance. We've yeah. said that on a couple of episodes there. So. But that, in, that, that, that propelled us into a friendship that was so, so rich, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, through the next couple years or so, we... Now, you need to understand, we didn't date. Like, we went on to, you know, like, talk to other people. That was not, like, the beginning of a dating relationship. That was just a friend friendly date. Right. Like, so. I, I was under the really bad impression, like, I wanted to date as many girls as I possibly could. And that was, like, such a... My graduation. ...bad goal that I had. But nonetheless, nah. that was my goal. And it was funny. It was That was my goal, but I never it's a did anything about it. Like, accomplish. I don't know that I really asked many girls out. Well, and again, it's a difficult goal to accomplish yeah. at Sanford. Yeah. So I get to my I get to my senior year and and we're friends. We've we've experienced loss together. Your grandfather passed away mm-hmm. um, in the middle that of year. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to know him just enough I, to see a little bit of why Papa is the yeah, way. He is. Yeah, no, and um, <laughs> and so uh, but we stayed up late and watched you know Kentucky versus Duke basketball. Oh, that's so good. And we ribbed each other about Auburn, Alabama. And we really became good yeah. friends. And mm-hmm. we started my senior year, your junior year, and 
uh, I began to realize that um, that we were dating without any of of like all of the things that come with dating. Like we went to a restaurant. I can I'll never forget when it dawned on me. We went to an, an Italian restaurant over by the Galleria Mall in Birmingham called Tia's. It's Mexican, but yes. What I say? Italian. I'm sorry. It was Mexican called Tia's. Mm-hmm. And we ate dinner that night, and the bill came, and I paid, and it dawned on me like. We just went on a date, but we're not dating. That's right. And I'm having to buy you dinner, and and like, but but you're not my girlfriend. I know it was just the weirdest. It was this weirdest kind of relationship, and people like would see us. My friends referred to you as the wife. Yes, yes, and I didn't find out about that until a little bit later. But yeah, it was kind of. And it used to make me so mad because I love being around you and I love hanging out with you. But my friends were always just like, "Dude, when are you gonna finally wake up and date this girl?" But it wasn't until so so homecoming rolls around my senior year, mm-hmm. and and Jody, you hinted like you didn't just hint a little bit like dropped, you were I dropped some serious massively hints. letting me know that you wanted me to go to homecoming. You wanted me to ask you to homecoming again. Yeah, but you weren't going to have it because I was not going to be. I wouldn't feel. I wouldn't allow you to fill your quota. Oh my goodness. <laughs> And so, um, homecoming comes around, and I ask another girl, and she says yes. And I don't go. And and you, what you do instead? Uh, I threw a party at you my house. You threw a party at your house. I like parties. And Jody, I like to host. And here's here's how oblivious I was, people of Unremarkable Nation. Like, like Jody says to me, why don't you swing by the party? And he did. And I, so I did, and I brought my date. Yeah, and then my one of my ex-boyfriends was there, and you were like, you got mad. You you were furious with me for bringing her. I remember yeah, but you, you got saying, mad that my ex boyfriend was there. It was weird. So I was starting to have all these weird feelings. Right, I was like a middle school boy again. Like I didn't know what to do with everything that was going on inside of me. And 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 after that, you came to a realization. You said I realized that um, there wasn't going to be a relationship like I wanted. I I I knew I thought Jeremy was the one. I, long before he thought I was the one. And so I even told my mom, I said, he's the one. And then um, I think when he brought that young lady to my my apartment that night, I was like, okay, we're just going to always be friends. I'm going to be the one he consults about all things girl-related and, and basketball. And I'm the one of the rare girls that actually likes sports. And, and I've always been that girl for a lot of guys. Like, I'm I'm a tomboy. I love I, – when even now when we get together at parties, I'd rather sit and watch the game with the guys than sit and talk about hair and nails with the girls. And, and so that's always made me attractive to guys and the fact that, hey, she's a fun friend. And so I feel – I realize, okay, that's what I am to him. So I'm – I have other people that have asked me out. I'm going to – probably just go on with that because yeah. it's time to move on. You know, that you mentioned something that, that really you knew I was the one long before I realized that you were the one. Yeah. And um, throughout our 18 years of being married and, and you know, what, 21 years of, of knowing mm-hmm. each other, yeah. um, that okay. seems to always be the case. Like, you seem to always be the one, like, that is attuned to what God is saying first. And I'm the one that's slower to come along in that process. Yeah, that's why there's geese on my arm. Maybe I'm maybe I'm stubborn like that. So so regardless, <laughs> so regardless, you say I'm going to start going out with other people, and I'm happy for you. Like okay, yeah, yeah that yes, sounds. Yeah, I think you feel relieved. <laughs> sounds fine. Well, no, I, it wasn't that I was relieved. It was just like, and and in all honesty, there were two things that were drawing me away from a relationship with you. The first one was you were um, my best friend. And I knew that if we went into a relationship together, one of two things was going to happen. Either we were going to get married, which terrified me. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Or, or we would one day break up, and in which case I felt like I would lose my best friend. Forever. 
was terrifying to me. The other part was like I knew how screwed up I was. Like I knew, uh, I knew my my deepest insecurities and my deepest fears, and I knew the sin habits that I wrestled with, and I, I knew all of that. And and there there was a part of me. In fact, there was a conversation that we had around November of my of, the, of that year where I said to you like. You don't want to date. Trust me, you don't want to date me. Um, you need better than me. That was that was my my entire thought process. So then you went out on a date. Yeah, I I, I kind of went out on a date or two with this guy, and um, uh, and then we all as a a choir group. Well, this, this, before you get to that, what? No, we got to talk. You went on a date with this guy, okay? And and I'm not going to say his name, but you went on a date with this guy. And and I made the mistake of asking you how it went. Okay. And you told me that, like, you told me you kissed him. It's true. And it flew <laughs> all over me. Like I'm telling you, it was like, for some reason, and I to- I wasn't expecting this. This mm. was this was an unexpected thing for me. It felt like my heart just just sank to the bottom part of my gut. Side note, the girl that he had been out on a few dates with was plotting my my murder. Yeah, that's right. No, <laughs> no in fact, you have a long, a long history of girls that I go out with that don't like you. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, and so... And then even when we got married, you had students that wanted to try to kill me, too, because they had a crush on you. Oh, uh, well, you know, when you got it going on like you like it. I know. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, the... Uh, the <laughs> The uh, uh, like it, it destroyed me, and I'll never forget a conversation we had. And for those of you that went to Sanford, you know Brooks Hall used to be where chemistry was. The chemistry department was in there, and math, math was in there. Mm-hmm. They've since moved everything around because we're old. But we, we were standing, services. we were standing outside of a computer lab in yeah. Brooks Hall to tell you how long ago that was. Yes. And. And I remember talking to you, and I remember saying, Jody, I have no right to be upset with you that you went on a date with a guy and kissed a guy. I have no, I have no right to be upset, but I'm mad. And I don't really know how to handle that. I remember way. our roommate Gwen was so happy for me. She was like, it's about time. Yeah. Move on. And it was. I was being, a, I was being an idiot. Yeah. And, um, and so I, I walked away from that conversation with you outside of Brooks Hall going, I don't know what, what these feelings are inside of me. So now you can tell the story. So then, then our the BSU Choir goes on a, what's called a mini tour where we take a weekend. And this particular mini tour, we were going to Chula, Mississippi. Chula. And, T-C-H-U-L-A. And, and, on our, and, and on our way, we're on this charter bus driving there. And tell me, tell me what happens. <laughs> so <laughs> we have like 60 plus people on a bus. And we that, I love BSU Choir. That's the best thing in the world was mini tour and main tour. And, and I got to plan that year, mini tour and main tour. And... Um, uh, mini tour was going to Chula and we were with a four hours cause it's outside of Jackson and, um, we we're going to drive over there. And so you, you know, you kind of hop around and visit with other people, but I had sat down with this person that I'd gone on a few dates with and we were talking and cutting up with other people and, oh, probably holding hands and garbage game like we that. Always played mafia. Uh, Yes, Mafia. Oh, my gosh. If you've never played Mafia, it's so much fun and a good time killer. Um, but we were playing games and stuff. Well, that person that I had gone on a couple of dates with or a date or two and got up to the bathroom and Jeremy came and sat down in his seat. And the guy returned and Jeremy wouldn't get up. And I felt so awkward. <laughs> I didn't care. Because I was like, I, 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 I okay, didn't care. I don't know why. He was messing with my best friend. <laughs> and I had weird feelings I didn't know anything about. <laughs> Like, I looked at him like, are you going to get up? And he was like, nope. 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 <laughs> and the guy was like, nope. You snooze, um, you lose. 
You got to go pee, you lose your seat. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know where you came from. I, I, came, I was like probably stalking him the whole time. Like, how dare you? And I was like. It's my future wife, kid. I didn't say You that. didn't, I didn't know, know that then. Um, and so we go on, we go on mini tour and, and we, we wrestle. It was weird and awkward with, the whole it time. It was weird and awkward the whole time. And I, I have to admit, and, um, and, uh, that relationship, like that, that short lived kind of relationship with, with this other guy kind of, kind of piddled out. <laughs> you think? I kind of forced it out. Yeah. Was it was more like it, didn't, like, it didn't just like die ain't out. It worth it. It was like I stomped out a fire. Yeah. It was like, was and bad. so, um, <laughs> then, then we get to, to, uh, a little bit after Thanksgiving and um, and it's angel tree time. Yes. And this is when I really. This is my favorite thing in the year. Yeah. So Still. Jody Jody was in college. She's a junior in college. She's working a job at computer services at Sanford. <laughs> I don't know how much money she makes. Um, and 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 none of us have a whole lot of extra money. And she had gone to the local mall. Um, and gotten an angel from the Salvation Army angel tree off of that tree, and she was going to buy um, the wants and needs for this little girl that that she had picked, mm-hmm. um, a little toddler, if She's I'm not mistaken. Cute. And uh, she had all of these things that she needed, you know, just like anyone else, uh, you know, clothes and socks and underwear and that sort of thing. And so Jody says to me, "Hey, I'm, you know, we're best friends. We hung out all the time." Um, hey, we got groceries together pretty much yeah. every week. Hey, I've got to go buy for this angel. And I remember kind of kind of like, why in the world would you spend your money on that? Like, I understand when you get to be an adult, you know, and you have a real job. Like, but why now? And and, and so we go to Walmart uh, in Wildwood in, in Birmingham. And um, and we go and we, we purchase all the stuff. And there was um, this little girl, one of her, her only uh, want was a, a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And so Walmart had a tricycle. Yeah, like a big wheel. Like kinda. a big wheel kind of thing. And they had a boy version and a girl version. And mm-hmm. the only one they had at this Walmart was a boy version. Mm-hmm. And so we had talked about going to, to the girl version, you know, and, and going to another Walmart and getting the girl version. And you um, went to go check out, and uh, your debit card, if I'm not mistaken, got declined. Yes. At the register. And you had cash, and you paid for the clothes and the socks and the underwear and all that for this little girl with cash. Yes. And we're bagging it up, and, and I'm thinking, you've done a really good thing. And, and we start to leave Walmart, and, and you start to cry. I did. Why, why did you start to cry? Because the only thing she wanted, I was unable to provide. And so I can remember being, like, I remember being frustrated with you in the parking lot and going, why are you crying? And you said... This, this little girl was counting on me for her Christmas. And, and the one thing she wanted, I'm not going to be able to get to her because I was um, irresponsible with my money and don't have enough to buy her. Selfish. I was, about, I was about three steps in front of you. You were behind me. And I turned around and I saw you. And, and all of a sudden, everything changed. And there in front of me was, was not just my best friend, who always was beautiful. But now there was this woman that I recognized I was completely, totally, 100% in love with. Not just because of, of how you looked, and not just because how beautiful you were, but because your heart was just as beautiful. And, and I got in, in our car. I was just driving. I got in the car, and, um, and I turned uh, instead of taking you to your apartment, I turned into my apartment complex, 
And he said, where are you doing it? And I said, I'm going to get my checkbook. He said, why? And I said, where are you going to buy this little girl a tricycle? And you made my heart smile. And we drove to another Walmart, and I can remember sitting in the parking lot with you and, and, and kind of walking through, like, Jody, I'm not exactly certain what I'm feeling, but, but I'm absolutely certain that, 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 I, that there's something that, that has to be kind of fleshed out here. The DTR. And then December the 10th <laughs> rolls around. Uh, tell me about your December the 10th. I'll tell you about mine. So I'm a procrastinator. It's uh, what I do. It's how I function. My best work is done in the last minutes. And uh, I had finals. Jeremy had finished, and I had finals. And I was done. Yeah. But education, you guys, we get paid like diddly squat, but they are the hardest stinking classes So, um, in terms of paperwork. So I had a – this was one of many, but I had the project due in a class um, – um, and Dr. Rawls, y'all remember her? Um, and it was like, I think it ended up being 65 pages that I had to, is this, is this document. <laughs> and um, I'm not making that up. No, I have done, listen, I just want you to understand, I've done a bachelor's degree in biology. I've done a master's degree in divinity. I've done some postgraduate work in microbiology and immunology, and I've never had to write. I don't think I've written 65 pages total for no, all of that. That was one. And I, I had her for like three classes. Anyway, I had to get I had to get it bound, and this is back in the day of Kinkos, Kinkos. you guys. Nobody has Kinkos around anymore. What do people do when they have to have something bound? I, I don't know. I guess they go to Office Max, maybe. I don't know. I don't have to do that anymore. Anyway, I had to have it bound like a book, um, and so I finished about midnight, and uh, I said. I figured Jeremy had a friend in from home, and I figured they were we up. were done. Like, we were just chilling at the house. I figured they were up because it's midnight, and they're college boys. Then I called and said, hey, are you guys up? Will you go with me? Because I didn't really want to drive to downtown at midnight by myself. We went over to the Galleria, over by the Galleria, where someone was recently just shot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So... You call us up and say, do you want to go with this? I remember getting that call and looking at my buddy Jeff, who was with us, and going, hey, you want to go to Kinko's? He was like, sure. Why not? Actually, Jeff's response was something along the lines Are we going to get something to eat? I want something to eat. I want some Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Because at mm. the time, that was one of like two places open at that time of night. That's right. Um, that and Waffle So you House. show up at our apartment to pick did. us up in and your in your Ford Probe. Yes, the P-Row. White Lightning. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to name your cars, people. She was beautiful. So we go to Kinko's and get that bound and then I take them to Taco Bell and Jeff is in the back seat like laid out like Cleopatra. Yeah, it's like, at this point it's like nearly three in the morning. Yeah. But he's happy because he has his Taco Bell. He has Bell. his Taco Bell. He's munching on tacos <laughs> in the back. My friend Jeff eats tacos from the top down by the way. Oh yeah. It's I really, forgot about that. I, like I, I hope he's listening to this because that <laughs> that was the weirdest ever. And, and if you made fun of him he'd be like can I eat it? You're like you get, get real bad. Anyway go ahead. So Jeff's in the back eating tacos. He is. And, and I and I'm, I'm driving. Jody's driving car. and I'm in the passenger seat and and, you know, it's pitch black out night. He reaches over and he grabs, or he puts his hand on top of mine on the gear shift. And I was like, what Because it's, it's a stick shift. Yes. And we not, like, held hands or anything like that. And I was like, what is he doing? And I was like, Jeff is in the car with us. Does Jeff know that there's tension between us? You know, this is going to be even it more awkward. Tension. We were just trying to figure out. Yeah, but I didn't know what you had told Jeff. So, yeah. um, and so then you wrote on my hand. I wrote, I wrote out on your hand, I heart 
you. I love you. Uh-huh. And I just said. And she just sat and stared straight ahead. <laughs> so, I, so I put a question mark on her hand like, and, you know, which is just a total, like, I don't, I haven't decided if that's like a baller move on Check my part. Yes or, no. or if that's like a cop out on my part. Um, and you just shook your head. Like you just shook your head. Yes. And, and in that moment, what were you thinking? I was thinking, I was probably tearing up because I was like, this has been the longest journey. And of course I love you too. But I don't know if you're telling me this cause you're delirious cause it's great o'clock in the morning and, um, and your Taco Bell is giving you indigestion and heartburn. So, um, let's, yeah. let's get through to tonight and go tomorrow and we'll see if you remember any of this. So we, we took, you took us home and we went to bed and the next day you got up and you turned your project in and took a final and, and we, that entire day we didn't talk about it. No, I slept. I went to sleep about one o'clock that afternoon. And then we got home, and 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 you and I found a moment to kind of steal away. My friend was still there, and 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 you said, "Hey, last night, like, were you just delirious? Do you do you know? Do you, do you remember that? what you said? You wrote that on my hand, and I said, "Yeah, I know. I I know what I wrote." And I asked if you meant that. Yeah, man. I said absolutely, and and at that point, I just I just remember thinking, "Listen, I, I'm in. Like, I'm all in." I, I'm I'm in love with you, and I I want to be with you, and so we even though we had dated kind of like we had <laughs> been on dates but without being dates we we've always said December tenth it was kind of the day that we yeah started Taco dating. Bell day Taco Bell day so now on uh, on our anniversary which is January 6th. January sixth um, so I so I told you I loved you on December tenth mm-hmm. and then one year later on December tenth I proposed yes. And then we got married in January 6th, mm-hmm. uh, a little over a year later. And, and now on our anniversary, we do our best to, to eat Taco Bell. Uh, 18 years later, that would be, what, 20 years ago from the moment I told you that I loved you. That's right. Uh, wow. That, uh, that I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be with anybody else. Oh, that's good stuff, Hey. What's remarkable to you right now? Okay, so uh, remarkable to me at this very moment are gummy bears. No, be specific. It, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Haribo? Go with it. I don't Haribo? Care. I'm sure, but either way, we're butchering it. I it's, absolutely love them. It's probably the, some other language. Those, those, are, those are my favorite gummy bears. Um, my daughter, Abigail Jo Powell... Uh, it's apparently it's become a thing in my family because Emma bought me gummy bear socks for Christmas, and you've not worn them. I don't yet. even know where they are. <gasps> um, they're not in my drawer, uh, so I don't know where they are. But oh Abigail Joe Powell bought me a five-pound <laughs> bag of Haribo gummy bears that I finished this week. Oh my word! Yeah, so I got more for Valentine's Day, and I was munching on those a little bit. Earlier. They'll be gone for the week. What, <laughs> what is remarkable to you right now? Stitch fix. What is Stitch Fix? Oh, I don't tell them what Stitch Fix is. Stitch Fix, friends, if you've not found that yet, it's an online clothing assistant. Basically, you go online and tell them your sizes and tell them styles you like, and they throw some cool clothes in a box and send it to you and go, do you like these? And if you say yes, you keep it and you pay it. If you don't, you send it back, and it's a great little world. If you live where I live and you don't get to go shopping that often because there's not a lot of clothing places around here, it's glorious. Okay. So, and and then who? Who is remarkable? I'm going to say Melissa Radke right now. Oh. She's She has started a podcast, and I listen to her. And um, Eat Cake, Be Brave is a book she just wrote and released. And um, she tells all about um, her life. And her she and her husband have had their own struggles. And um, 
they're just genuine and honest and fabulous. And Jeremy met her um, at a Bob Goff event recently, and um, we just love her. That's right. I, the problem that I'm having with the, these what is remarkable and who's remarkable is I don't remember what I've said so far. Okay. Last week was Mandy. Mandy. And then the week before. On your who? Yeah. At some point it was Brene Brown. Brene Brown. I got. I, I don't remember before that. Sorry. Yeah. Did I ever say Andy's, Bob? I don't think so. I think you said Andy Stanley before that. No, no, no. Craig Rochelle. Craig Rochelle. That's right. So, Bob. Let me talk about Bob Goff. So, um, (laughs) that's a pretty good Bob Goff laugh. (laughs) Bob Goff is an absolutely remarkable individual. He's written two books. Um, I quoted him today in uh, in the sermon at Crosswind Church. Um, But Bob has written a book called Love Does, and Mm -hmm. everybody always had the opportunity to hang out with Bob at one of his dream big events uh, over in Nashville. Hey, I'd like to come to your new one in Nashville. And Bob, Bob, I'll tell you what was remarkable about Bob is that you read his books and you watch him speak publicly and you go, there's no way this could, guy could be this this up all the time. And he is. Like, that is yeah. that is that is who he is. Yeah. And uh, one quick story about Bob. We were sitting um, at this, at, at on-site over in um, uh, Cumberland Furnace, Tennessee. We're on the back porch of the carriage house there. Bob was there. There were about six or seven of us that were there at the Dream Big um, uh, event. And Sweet Maria Goff, his wife, was there as well. And Bob is just telling, like, he is owning the room. Like, he's, it's not even in a room. He's. When are you going to call me Sweet Jody Powell? I, I don't want to steal Bob's thunder. Oh but gosh. anyway, he, his story after story after story after story <laughs> of, of amazing things. And Maria leans over to the guy sitting next to me and me, and, and she goes, he can do this all night. Oh. And, um, and we kind of chuckled, and she waited until he finished the story, and then she looked at him and said, are you about done? And when she said that, it was like this, this cue to Bob. Bob clapped his hands and went, well, guys, time to go to bed. Right? It was like he just knew. She was able to tell. His eyes were starting to get glossy. It was time to go to bed. His stories were going to get less and less um, engaging, probably. And, um, and she just kind of provided that boundary for him. I thought, Bob and Maria, what, what amazing people um, to get to kind of hang around and be with. I was honored to get to be with Yeah, them. they're pretty special. Okay. So, uh, as always, uh, please, if whether you're listening to our podcast, uh, Google Play or Apple or wherever it is, yes. Podbean, go and like. Give us some comments. And the reason we want comments, the reason why I want comments, is not for you to tell me necessarily how great we are, but tell us how we can be better and uh, what we can do. What are the things you want to hear about the life of a pastor and a pastor's wife and yes. pastor's kids? And um, I will tell you this little preview of one that's coming up maybe maybe next week, maybe not. Um, we're going to sit down with our daughters. Uh, we're going to sit down with Emma and Abby and talk to them about what it means to be a pastor's kid and how hard that can be. And what are the, there's obviously some benefits probably that come from that. That's right. Um, but what are, the, what are the drawbacks from that? And so you're not going to want to miss that episode. Anything and, else you want to say? Um, we're so thankful for those of you that have been downloading. If you'll continue to share, we appreciate that. And um, We've gone public. We have. We've now launched it on social nervous. media. And we're thankful for those of you supporting and encouraging us. Even if it's just a few of you, it makes it worthwhile. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks. This is a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.